USA, in the land of the what, home of the what It really don't feel like that these days Y'all following sheep, I follow my gut I will not comply with these mandates Y'all do what they say, I do what I want Better step up before it's too late You All know right. where to find Here we are here we have uh, Jesse Storm here, and Jesse Storm decided to come on with us to make an announcement. And, uh, well, can you hear me, Jesse? I can hear you just fine. Thank you for bringing me on. Right. Uh, this is uh, Jesse Storm. Like I said, you may have seen or heard about him before. He was uh, an advocate for transparency in public meetings. He's been for free speech, and uh, now he's like to make an announcement tonight. But, uh, Jesse, could you uh, maybe tell us uh, who you are, a little bit about yourself? Okay, thanks. Uh, so my name is Jesse Storm, as you can see here on the screen, just in case you don't remember it, it's it's there. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I, I, I've been a Pennsylvania resident all my life, uh, for the most part. I should say there was about two years where I was in Texas for a little bit for work. Um, but I was born in, in Hanover, Pennsylvania, little country podunk town that's grown up to be a uh, little uh, mini metropolis now with uh, people moving up from Maryland into it. Uh, uh, then I moved uh, when I got married and moved to Lancaster and lived in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, Millersville area for almost 22 years. My daughter was out of out of the house and on to being an adult. And I traveled a lot for real estate. Um, so I, I was trying to redevelop the coal region, uh, basically Shemokin Coal Township over to Mount Carmel. We were buying properties, rehabbing them, renting them, helping to bring the market values of homes up. And uh the weird thing was, is locally they had a code that said that you couldn't manage your own properties unless you live within 20 miles of the town. As a licensed real estate professional, we're licensed to work across the entire state of Pennsylvania. Um, so instead of fighting that battle, I just bought a home in, in Cole Township and now I've remodeled and rebuilt. Uh, uh, so a lot of a lot of folks remember the Nash Bakery back in the day. Well, I bought their homestead and, and their homestead was crumbling and the roof was falling in. So I, I bought the homestead, rehabbed the place, made it a, a viable home again. And I currently live here in, in the old Nash homestead on Mulberry Street uh, in Cole Township. Um, been here for about five years now. And I, I spent a lot of time in those five years trying to convince local politicians to do the right thing for the people. Um, and got a lot of pushback. I, I mean, I'm sure many of you out there have gone to public meetings and you voice a concern and then you just feel like it falls on deaf ears. Um, even though it's a very rational idea, a rational thought, um, it just seems like it falls on deaf ears. So one of those was that I fought real hard with here was in Shimokin. They tried to pass an ordinance that requires you to use a 20 gallon trash can which only a 13 gallon kitchen bag is going to fit in to put your trash out because the issue was trash blowing down the street. So you take a family that has a 296 gallon Gaylords from waste management and force them to use 13, 20 gallon trash cans. What kind of sense does that make? It doesn't make sense. A lot of things around here don't make sense, especially okay. like I said, when you go to means like a lot of people knew you were uh advocating for transparency in some of these meetings because uh for some reason they didn't want people to know what they were doing uh, unless they were there but um you did decide to come on here uh to uh, i guess make an announcement of what what your next move in our area is going to be and if you would like to uh let everybody know that and make it a, the official announcement you can go right ahead and do that right now sure so coal region disconnected is the first place that uh 
I felt was a strong enough media to put out to the local people, not necessarily the world, because I don't care about the world. I care about the local people and the local community in the county in which I reside in and have been trying to help to redevelop. That is, I've been asked by many, many people over the past five years to run for a public office. Uh, unfortunately, that public office couldn't be Shimokin because I don't live in Shimokin. Um, you know, so me personally, I think Mount Carmel is doing a great job. Gold Township's doing a pretty decent job. A lot of the municipalities in Northumberland County, for the most part, are doing a pretty decent job. So the option was presented to me a few months ago to run um, for county commissioner. So I'm here today, you know, with Coal Region Disconnect to discuss the fact that I've made the final decision I'm going to run as county commissioner for Northumberland County. Just a couple of simple reasons is, you know, there are a lot of little things, a lot of transparency things, a lot of good old boy things that need to be straightened out in the county. And I, I think with the experience that I bring to the table uh, from things that I've done in my past with lobbying Harrisburg and working with communities like Lancaster and Harrisburg and York and uh, Lewisbury and, and all of these other communities to rebuild their communities because home ownership is the largest piece of the driving force to fix communities, pride and home ownership. Well, I know. I know about what a commissioner is, but there's a lot of people that they might have heard the word commissioner, especially here in Northumberland County, and they might not have any idea what it is that a, a county commissioner does or how many commissioners there are. I mean, if you could let us know, what, what would your job be if you were to, say, get voted in on this this year? Well, thanks for asking. Um, so simple, simple answer there is there are three uh, people who sit on the board, uh, two of the minority party and one of the minor party. Um, so right now, uh, that would be two Republicans and one Democrat. Uh, you, you guys heard of uh, Claiborne and, and uh, um, you know, all of the different people who currently probably sit there. Same uh, as yeah, some of them aren't rerunning. Others just aren't doing, I think, what we need to do for the county as a whole. So two of the big, the two big things that the county commissioners do, one is control budget. So the courthouse issues their budget to the county commissioners. The county commissioners look over that budget and being a businessman almost all of my life, I am really good with budgets. I, I, I like to look at budgets, figure out where can we cut things that for, to get rid of wasteful spending, but where we can add that money back in to make it super beneficial for our community or for the people themselves, because that building is owned by the people, not the commissioners. So that budget is the first big one for across the county. What a commissioner also does in the budget side of things is we push to bring more money into the county. So like right now, Pennsylvania has the highest gas tax in the country. Um, a large portion of that money gets divided up and sent out, but only a small piece of it comes out to the counties and municipalities across the state. Then there's a second fund that was started back in, uh, I think, 2000 and mid-2000s, mid where it was an opt-in, opt-out for almost another 63 cents a gallon in, of gas that would come out to the, to the counties, distribute out to the municipalities. And we've never, as a, as a county, opted in for that money. Only, I believe, 13 counties have opted in for that money in the state of Pennsylvania at this point. 
I want to make Northumberland County one of those counties to opt in to get that money because how's the street in front of your house? Could it use a little love? Absolutely. I mean, if you uh, look around here, people question why we have to uh, get our cars registered or inspected for roads that aren't, you know, roadworthy for vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. You can take a, you take a Toyota Prius and you have to put a, a three inch lift kit on it to prevent uh, hmm. bottoming out in some of these potholes in our community. Don't go to Walmart and Cole Township. By golly, you're, you're going to need a boat and, and a couple of oars to get through those craters to get in, in, in and out of that parking lot. Um, but, you know, budget is one of the big things. The other, the other thing is safety. So, um, you know, in safety lies in the county commission looking at what's going on, look what's going on in the county, pass legislation for the safety of the people of the county. Um, and in regards to that, you know, a lot of counties, well, you got you got three counties that I know of at this point, there could be more um, that have passed uh, decriminalization of marijuana. We've got, everybody talks about a drug issue in, in Northumberland County. Well, sometimes people who, who use narcotics go to the cheapest possible thing. And methamphetamines is a big issue in our area. And right now it's cheaper than going and getting a medical supply card to go to, the, to, to, go to a dispensary and buy marijuana. So why can't we follow suit with places like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Washington, D.C., where the federal laws are written and decriminalize marijuana, let people use something that helps your body and, and helps calm you down instead of keeping you up 24 hours a day looking for your next fix, um, you know, and, and actually help our community. I think I think decriminalizing marijuana um, in, in the county, one, um, you know, again, all of this gets decided by the county commissioners to do that, but I think we should look at legislation like they have in D.C. where you can have four mature plants, two immature plants. So you're not buying the product and transporting it. Um, but safety also uh, curtails into the prison. Our prison is so understaffed and our current commissioners aren't going out to, I have a list of, of 18 different schools uh, within driving distance of Northumberland County that actually train people to be prison guards or pre-law programs that people go to to become a police officer. And when they can't get a job in that line, they step back to being a prison guard to get time in till they can find a job as a police officer. But we're not attracting any of those. Um, you know, and with payroll being 15 to $17 an hour, you're never going to attract them. They can make that money at McDonald's. Why would they risk their life every day of the week? Um, the other, the other big issue I've gotten in, in, in with the prison system is they haven't had work release in years. So not only are you funding them to be in jail, but their families going on welfare and food stamps um, and other assistance programs to pay for their home and their food and their meals for the wife or girlfriend and the children at home while you're in jail or vice versa if she's in jail. you know, So we're not only funding them in jail, but we're funding their household too. So let's put them out on work release. And what a lot of people don't realize is the state pays the county $63, $63 extra per inmate out on work release per day. So that would help cover the cost of the extra guards needed because now those people are out on work release. Those guards can be in other parts of the jail throughout the day helping to supervise and do the things needed to be done. But also, once they get that paycheck, 50% of that paycheck is required by state law to go back to fund their room and board, pay for them to be in jail, 
and to pay for their fines and restitution. So if you're a business that got a plate glass rent window busted in, there's a good chance you're never going to get restitution. The person's going to pass away before you ever see a dime. At least if they're on work release, you have a good chance of seeing some of that money back to your business. Or if you, your house got robbed, you, 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 there's a good chance you might see that money back. Second half of that money can be kept in jail, in their commissary to pay for, for foods and things like that, or can be sent home to their family to help their wives and their children. So they're not a burden on society while they're in jail. You know, it, did, it never did make sense to me with um, child support uh, being sent to prison for that because uh, they're not working. They're not paying their child support while they're in prison. Anyway, the taxpayers are paying for it. And like you said, they're also paying for, say, welfare benefits and everything else because now you just took a piece of their family out of the equation. But um, so what, I, what I'm hearing you're saying about being a commissioner is it's almost like it's a like a business administrator of the county. Correct. It, it almost seems like a. Like with the budgeting, if you were to cut, uh, cut like you like you said the fat out of the budget and stop reckless spending, uh, maybe we could fix some things around here. Maybe uh, maybe it was because of the budgets and stuff. Maybe that's why, say, Shemokin with the Act Forty Seven in distress. There's a lot of things going on with that. But so what you're saying is you're running because the commissioners now aren't holding up their end of the bargain. Is what you're saying? Yeah, there there are they. So common, a common phrase that's been used years and for years is, you know, to, just to continue to do the same thing. Well, you and I both know when you're trying to fix something, if you do the same thing you did last year, it's not, you're not going to get any different outcome, you know, and, and the epitome of crazy is to do the same thing year after year and expect a different outcome. So I, I think what we need is the people's voice into the, into their house. You know, that building down there where the commissioners are sitting, where the tax office is, that building's the people's building. The courthouse across the street is the people's building. We want to bring the county back to the people. We want the people to run their county. We want the people's voice into what's going on in their neighborhoods and their county. And I think we can do that uh, with the people who are looking to run for office this year, uh, myself being one of them. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I've had a lot of people say, Jesse, you're a Democrat. Oh, you're a Democrat. We're a Republican community. Okay. You got to have one Democrat there. The Democrats that's there has already announced she's not rerunning. She's actually running for Judge Saylor's position as a judge in the county courthouse. So that seat is completely open. I would really appreciate uh, Miss Best, yes. So I, I would appreciate your vote for me if you if you could give me your vote. Um, you know, uh, as as a Democrat to take to fill that seat, I guarantee you that I will show up to 200 percent more meetings than she has during the term of office she's been at because she's missed so many offices. I can probably miss one every other month and still beat 200 <laughs> percent than what she's done. I want to be there for this community. I want to fight hard for those of you who know me. I took 27 felony counts of wiretapping just last year for recording mayors and council members lying to the public. Those charges were all thrown out. Those charges were all dismissed. But that is how much I fight for the public. I am willing to go to jail to make sure that you, your rights are protected in this county. Absolutely. I mean, I get a lot of flag. A lot of people come on to my show. A lot of mostly politicians are, are Republicans, but I am I try not to be biased. I think everybody should be heard. And I think that everybody should have 
uh, the right information when walking into the polling places. And uh, that, that'd be a question of mine is since you would be kind of at the top, kind of a administrator and help with legislation and stuff like that, how do you think you could work together say with Republicans, with Democrats to make uh, choices in a bipartisan way that's better for the community? Cause I know a lot of people I've seen over the last weekend with the, the house of representatives in the United States Congress and we never get anything done when everybody's divided. And if we could come together, do you think you could bring that to the table? I am glad you asked that question. So understand, I am a Democrat. I am not woke. I am your grandfather's Democrat. I am the old school Democrat who believes in the people, the people's voice. And if the people tell me, Jesse, we need this done. I will stand on the desk if necessary and yell and scream and fight to get it done for you, the people, because you're the one in control. So a lot of times you see police officers going down through the community. We need police officers, by the way. Don't get me wrong. We cannot live life without police officers. But these police officers that have a chip on their shoulder and act like they're too good for you, they don't need to be in our communities. Okay, let's take a simple town like Shimokin for an example. You've got a, a, a small police department, actually it's a pretty decent sized police department for Northumberland County. And then you've got a chief of police who reports to the mayor of Shimokin. The mayor laughs, giggles and jokes about everything, but doesn't really push any hard button issues. When you have a police chief that sits there at a public meeting and says that if you walk up and you're recording, we're going to arrest you for recording and interfering with a police investigation. Well, mm -hmm. let me tell you, folks, you have 10 feet, as long as you are 10 feet away from that police officer, if he touches you, call me as county commissioner, because I will be there to fight for you as county commissioner. Because, again, we need police officers that respect the people that pay their paycheck. You, the taxpayer, you, the business owner, pay their paycheck. Not the not mayor or Ulrich or or any other mayor in in Northumberland County or across Pennsylvania. You, the taxpayers, are paying their salary. If they can't be respectful for you, fire them. Well, I would hope that you could try to push related because police officers need to follow laws too. I too heard about that meeting, and my response was, "Well, if you you take my phone, you're going to be buying me about a hundred more of them." Because I'd be taking it to court because police officers can be recorded in the uniform in their duties, no matter what they're doing, unless and when they designate a crime scene, you're not allowed in the crime scene. So I don't understand why the chief of police just came out and said that. Maybe he's underinformed or misinformed. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I would hope that you would be able to, and we have seen you fight. I have I have seen you in the newspapers and at meetings and recordings, trying to get just just to show people what's going on. Because when people don't know what's going on, that's when the shady things happen. That's when there's reckless spending. And then that's when there's um, grants missing, millions of dollars in grants that got put into things that just didn't happen. Like, um, well, like the burned out houses and stuff, St. Shemoke and Mount Carmel and all those places that are make the blight that's making people not want to move here, making people not want to do business here. You don't bring business, you don't bring jobs, you don't bring people everything starts falling apart. There is no tax base. And those are the kind of things that I, I would like to see in a commissioner. I would like to see 
anybody that's in charge of the entire county budget or passing a budget proposal is to cut out the stuff and to make sure that the money's going to where it's actually needed and not just willy-nilly anywhere where anybody like their friends are or they're like you said the good old boys club yeah let's let's do that so understand folks this is my first time in this arena I, i've never been a politician before i ran against katie true in lancaster county to prove a point years ago um for the custody issue that that, that custody laws needed to be reformed she refused she katie true was a republican in my district years ago when i was going through a custody battle in pennsylvania with my own child and she felt because her husband with a child from an ex-marriage could communicate and work everything out and there was never a big deal with custody well i ran against her and, and i dropped out right before the election because i really didn't want the position i wanted to prove a point that the public wanted change after that was election was over and she barely won that election and had I not dropped out, she may have lost. Uh, but her, I got her, Katie True and Kathy Mandarino out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Both of them aren't in office anymore. Um, they went on to, went, after the following election, they had went on to be part of the, the following governor's office staff and then retired out of politics uh, after that. But I had those two ladies um, that were both Republicans introduce legislation that I hadn't written for a full rewrite of the custody law for Pennsylvania. So prior to that legislation, there was no grandparents' rights. There, there was no presumption of equality for, for fathers and mothers in raising their children. Uh, it was a full rewrite. There was reason in that rewrite, there was reasons for legal deviation, child abuse, child neglect, sexual assault, murder, things like that to prevent children from being put into harm's way. But we re rewrote the budget I got all of the father's rights groups, all of the mother's rights groups, and all of the domestic violence coalitions in Harrisburg together to for that vote. And we had that much support of the legislation that when the House had their hearing, they passed that legislation unanimously. It then went two weeks later to the Senate, and it's because of the unanimous vote of the House and all of the hearings from the House, the Senate never held one hearing. They voted on that bill and passed that bill unanimously Two weeks later, I was told that people from the 70s had tried to rewrite the custody legislation and I was never going to get it done. I had it done in less than two years. So again, folks, when I tell you that I will fight for you and I've got a big mouth that will run and fight for what's right, I am your man. So if you are willing to give me your vote, I am more than willing to fight for your rights in Northumberland County. Well, I'll tell you, anybody that knows you or knows about you knows you're not very reserved when it comes to your your comments or anything that needs to be said. But that's right. If somebody's, we get a lot done when we work together in, a, like I said, a bipartisan way. If, I don't think anybody should be in lockstep with anybody else, depending, no matter if it's party or anything. Nobody should be this way just because or that way just because. And, um, well, I'm I'm hoping that you do well. Like, I know that, like I said, I've known from what I've seen in the newspapers, from what I've heard in meetings, from what I've heard from everybody around, even uh, the old councilman, the old Joe Lashinsky out there, he tells me good things about you and and you were in the same position he was, where wiretapping and even one of our supervisors here, people need open, transparent, see, when it comes to uh, any kind of politicians or, or any kind of political realm. So if 
why but why should they trust in in you you're a newcomer to the politicians why not just stay with the the old people or not stay with the the way things are well i i run businesses i don't i don't necessarily want my checking account names and numbers on, on here but i am that transparent that my name is on every business check when i write checks i, I can cash them I'm not going to write a check. My mouth's not going to write a check that my rear end can't cash. At the end of the day, if you if you are, I don't care if you're a resident, if you're a taxpayer, if you're a business owner, or if you're passing through the county, if you want to talk and you come to a public meeting, you will have the time that you need to get out what you want. There will, there will not be a three-minute clock that shuts you off. I'll be the first one. If somebody's trying to shut you down, I guarantee I'll be the first one to say, yeah, tell me more just to keep the conversation going so none of the other council members, none of the other commissioners can shut you down because that is the, the public's house. That is the place for the public to come and speak. And our representation is for you as the public. We are your mouthpiece. If nobody else is going to talk for you, those county commissioners are the ones that are, should be out there fighting for you. I mean, they're, they're getting the paycheck. Now, uh, uh, granted, Vinny, what was what's Vinny? Uh, Vinny Clausey was a commissioner a while back. He 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 he's seen in the writing on the wall. When Vinny was a a county commissioner prior, he reduced the salary from like sixty two or sixty four thousand dollars a year a county commissioner made to thirty two thousand dollars a year. I'd like to see if we can't get him to pass that down to fifteen thousand. Cover the cost of getting back and forth. What do we need a paycheck for? We should be volunteering to fight for our way of life. So again, I'm, I'm an old school Democrat. I'm willing to work with everybody, listen to everybody and see, I may not agree with you 100%, but we're gonna figure out how we can work together to make what needs happen to happen. You know, we're, if, we're, if you're sitting there calling this mouse blue and I'm calling it white, Maybe it's pink. Let's figure out how. Let's figure out what works for everybody. You know, um, it, it's not a, it, politics is not a one-sided envelope. You know, and, and I've learned a long time ago. I've been in business almost all of my life. Um, I'm 45 years old. At the end of January, I'll be 46 years old. Uh, and I learned a long time ago that you can fight for what's right, and you can fight hard for what's right but be willing to step back and settle for something that's in the middle that works for everybody and gets everybody going in the right direction because there's always tomorrow to come back and redip. It's kind of like real estate. When you make an offer on a house, you put forth the worst offer up front. It's going to benefit you because you're the buyer. The seller is going to counter that offer and negotiate. At the end of the day, you guys can come together on an agreement and ratify a contract. But that doesn't end there because now from there you have home inspections. That's your second chance to dip back into that pot to get things fixed to the house that come up on the home inspection. Then you have mortgage contingencies. So as you're going through that process, if the appraisals don't come out right, you can re-dip into that, into that pot. So there's another day for the fight. You don't have to win everything the first day on the battle. Well, there you have it, guys. This is, uh, like I said, this is Jesse Storm, and this is he's going to be running for county commissioner in Northumberland County, Pennsylvania.
and uh, he'll be out and about collecting signatures and uh, to run in the primary for in May. It is so. Uh, unless you have any last words, uh, Jesse, well, we we're in the process of launching um, stormforcounty.com. Um, so that's going to be the website that you can go on to and order signs and things like that. If you want signs, it can be stormforcounty.com. Um, and also, you know, my phone number is readily available. Um, you know, I'm a realtor, so it's always out there. 717-947-8037-888-774-8488. Feel free to call anytime. Let's talk. I need a couple of you guys to step forward. And I know I probably have a good handful uh, of folks already that asked me to become a commissioner, but I'm going to need a lot of you guys to step up to sign the, the petition uh, that are actually Democrats in the community uh, to get me on the ballot uh, for the, the, uh, the, the, what is the primary? It's not the primary, it's the- uh, Yeah, you run the primary, then the general election in yeah, November. The, the primary. So, I mean, we, we've got to get a certain amount of uh, signatures to be on the primary. And then, you know, again, you got to pull that, well, it's not really pulling a lever anymore, right? So that shows my age. <laughs> Go in and push those buttons and spin the dial. Mm. Well, um, well, Jesse, we will definitely be linking your, your phone number and stuff in the comments and stuff like that, or, or your webpage. So any and, other uh, questions you have for me? Um, I do not now, but we, like I said, we'll be linking that. And hopefully, uh, when it comes around primary time, or if you win the primary, um, hopefully you'll come back on and tell us more about what you can do for the community. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Co-Region Disconnect. And we appreciate you being an upstanding member of the society here in, in Northumberland County and putting out the positive and correct information to the community. Right. Hey, thank you. Okay, guys. Now, that was uh, Jesse Storm. He's uh, a realtor, but he is running for Northumberland County Commissioner. And he'll be collecting signatures and he'll be running in the primary if he gets enough signatures. And I believe that everybody deserves to have an informed choice when going to cast their ballot. You shouldn't just cast your ballot just based on your party. You shouldn't just cast a ballot just based on because somebody said something or said the other thing. But uh, he was the first uh, Democratic uh, political candidate to be on the show. And we hope that you decide to go out and... Uh, do your research and and possibly cast your vote for for this man but remember to uh like the video share it out and uh subscribe to all the channels since we are on youtube at coal region discontent we are on anchor.fm forward slash coal region dash discontent we're also on facebook here and uh we're on rumble and uh getter and truth social but uh Thanks for tuning in. And remember, the motto is always uh, act stupid, get treated accordingly. Thank you. And God bless.